What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Bad Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go? Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show on a Thursday. Papa Dude, how are we doing today? Doing great. How about you? Doing you good, playing? man. Just get, get ready to watch Keeneland here. Their first race getting ready to go off of the day. Two-year-olds. And Wesley Ward, so far, if you've been watching, Keeneland has not won with one of these two-year-olds yet. He's three to five on the board here with a horse named Hurricane Debbie. So we'll see if he gets it done. Uh well, you know, we got a we got a week in the book of Keeneland. I'm sure you watched a little bit of it. Oakland going on as well. A uh, lot right. to look forward to this weekend. Oh, and and don't forget Will Rogers was right. uh, yes for sure keeping us entertained Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I don't know. I I just turned over there. I forget which day. I think it was Monday, and it looked like a flood that hit that uh, track. Of course, we had a lot of rain through here yesterday. I thought that place would be a quagmire, but it wasn't. I turned it on there, and it was nice and sunny, and I guess maybe they didn't get as much rain up this way as, as we did. It's really re weird. If you live in the Midwest, about all of us uh, had tornado warnings and mm -hmm. uh, you know rain and stuff, uh, so it's been a wild weather week uh, for sure for people in the Midwest. Hopefully, if you do live in the Midwest, you're if, well, if you're sitting here with us, you're probably safe. Uh, if you've had stuff happen to you, you're probably not tuning into the show today. So that's good news. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Wesley Ward is now a winner with a two-year-old. He runs okay. away with the first race at Keeneland with a three-to-five shot, Hurricane Debbie. So Hurricane Debbie for Wesley Ward breaks that streak. I think he had lost, I don't know, maybe three in a row, uh, <laughs> gets the win there. So it's nice to see. Uh, and listen, I guess we can just start with horse racing and kind of talk about what we're going to do today. If you like racing, you're tuning in. Well, we'll do it first. We're going to go over the five key Kentucky Derby question marks going in uh, to what, how we're looking at it right now, at least. Uh, obviously, things can change and things will change. And then we're going to preview the NBA playoffs now that we pretty much know the field minus one team uh, in each division. So I don't know, Papa Dude. I just thought let's do something a little different. If, you, if you're watching the YouTube feed, we've covered the Derby a lot of different ways. We haven't kind of done this. And so this is kind of get – some general discussion going, kind of get your thoughts as well. So uh, are you ready? Do you want to I'm, ready, I'm ready. I do want to answer Isaac's question if he's still on there. Yeah. Uh, I read uh, where Curry practiced uh, Wednesday, that would be yesterday, full practice. So I think there's no doubt he's going to play uh, on Saturday when the Warriors start to play off. So that's yeah. good news for uh, Golden State fans, and it makes Golden State a real factor. Uh, we'll get to that in a little while, though. Yeah, absolutely. It changes everything that Curry is going to play. Uh, I think they just, you know, purposely rested him, set him out they for did. the playoff run there. And I think, uh, I think, yeah, like you said, it makes him a definite contender. Uh, where if they, you know, if he wasn't playing, that would not be good. So, right. All right, let's get to it. I'll put up. What I'm going to do? I'm going to put up the top twenty. Uh, you can only see sixteen of them. Couldn't make it small enough to fit all of them. Uh, but these are the current top twenty horses right now that are in the gate obviously we could see some defections uh but this is what we've got right now epicenter zandon white abario mo donegal tis the bomb cyberknife crown pride taba 
uh, Simplification, Smile Happy, Slow Down Andy, Barber Road, Un Ojo, Early Voting, Morello, Messier, Zozos, Summer is Tomorrow, Charge It, and Tawny Port. So that's the 20 we're going to kind of talk about uh, with these questions today. Now, obviously, again, like I said, things could change, but that's the 20 that are in the gate as of right now. Um, so, all right, let's get to it. Let's get to the very first question. All right. Um, and I think this one's kind of a relevant one. It's it, we, we kind of talked about these five and we did, uh, we did kind of some that are unique to us and then some that are, you know, everybody, you know, probably are thinking about right now with Bob Baffert out and I, whether you love or hate Bob Baffert, he's certainly a trainer you could trust in the big races in the Kentucky Derby. I don't want to hear why you could have trusted him or not. It's just a fact when you're training or when you're handicapping this race, you can trust that Bob Baffert horses are going to show up. Also, what jockey? I think that makes a huge difference in a 20-horse race. We'll start with a trainer. Out of the 20 horses that are in the gate as of right now, who do you trust the most as a trainer? Well, first of all, Bob Baffert is not out. <laughs> yes, as Kurt, Curtis Manilow also says, I trust Jimmy Barnes the most. Well, that's Bob Baffert's assistant who's still employed. But anyway, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. So he's not out. And so <laughs> you guys call him Yafford. And I'm going to just go right in here and say that's who I trust the most. <laughs> it's Yafford because I think he has the best horses. So <laughs> I, I trust him the most. Um, I like Todd Pletcher probably better than some people do. But I think he's pretty solid. And uh, I think his record speaks for itself. So I, I've got to put him in there on my list. Brad Cox is one of my favorites also. I don't know how good a horse as Brad has this time around uh, for the Derby. Um, Chad Brown, he, he wins a lot of races. You know, yeah. he's more of a turf guy, I think, than he is a dirt. But, uh, you know, he's got a good horse in this one. And I think he's, you know, you can't overlook him. And, 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 you know, even though Asmussen's never won it, he's won the other two and he's won, he's won in Saudi Arabia. He's won uh, the Breeders' Cup races. I, I think uh, he just hasn't had the right luck uh, to win yeah. in this. And he's going to break through one of these days. Those are my top five and there's no surprises there. I don't think. Uh, well, as far as the trainer goes, it, it certainly is a pretty straightforward answer. I think. Mm -hmm. and, and you're right. I'm with you. It's like, you have to think, well, I mean, you don't have to think, you know, that Bob Baffert's still calling the shots. If you oh. don't know about Tim Yakteen, he is a former assistant of Bob Baffert's. So uh, that's why it's kind of easy to say that, you know, the former assistant probably listening to him probably, I taking so. instructions. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, Jimmy Barnes still around as well. So, uh, Tim Yakteen, weirdly enough, would be a definite answer. I think Brad Cox is the other one is proven. And on the big days, this guy gets his horses to fire. I mean, the last yeah, couple does. of years, he has really, really shown up with some great efforts yep. out of his horses in the big spots. So, yes. yeah, those two really come to mind right off the bat. Uh, you know, the Chad Brown thing is interesting. A lot of people have that thought of he can't train a dirt horse. I bet if you looked up how many graded stakes he has won on the dirt, almost every trainer in the country, minus maybe Todd Pletcher and uh, Bob Baffert, would take it. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I don't think we need to worry about Chad Brown. No. no. no he's, he's, he's pretty solid. And, and the thing about uh, Yakteen, don't you think those owners said, hey, you can have this horse? 
but you better listen to Bobby Boy. I don't think, think don't you think there's some sort of a deal worked out there? I would 100% believe that that was part of the deal. <laughs> I would have to think so. Yeah. Uh, there's some trainers on here I don't trust. Yeah, let's go through that real quick. Um, I, I, I'll i start since you brought it up. Okay, uh, you Saffy, go first. I think Saffy Joseph Jr. outside of Gulfstream Park has just proven to be one that, you know, we're not going to trust. Uh, it's, just, yeah. it's just how it is. And uh, also, uh, I, I think, you know, Kenny McPeak is one that's kind of proven to us. Eh, he's made some questionable decisions. Those are the two that come to mind for me. What about you? Um, well, this is not a knock on this guy at all. Uh, but, uh, and I have nothing against him at all. And that's mm -hmm. John Ortiz. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I'm saying that is this might be the first horse he's had in the Kentucky Derby. Oh, absolutely. I don't yeah. recall. I think that's pretty tough, uh, to think that I just think that's a, that's a, you've got to get there first. And I think you get that under your belt. I think he does a solid job. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes it takes a while for newcomers. You know, the uh, chip woolies don't come along very often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny Ortiz has had an incredible meet at Oakland park, yes. uh, but you know, it's kind of something you talk about a lot with trainers and it's like you say, it's not a knock, but it's just like no. you associate that guy with claiming horses for yes. the most part. Yes, um, but the barn's getting better for sure, and he's got well, a lot yeah, more balanced runners. Exactly, and I don't want to knock him at all, mm -hmm. and that's why I didn't hardly want to mention him. It's kind of like uh, Diodoro, uh, Broberg, those yeah. guys. You know, they just for some reason don't have that higher quality horse that these other guys get. Mm -hmm. And when I see them in a, in a stakes race, I have a hard time picking them. I really do. Yeah. And so um, now, um, Safi Joseph, are you are you kind of counting him out just because he just hasn't won the big one yet? Are, doesn't he win a lot at Gulfstream? Oh, absolutely. He wins a ton. But outside of Gulfstream, he just doesn't win whether it's a big one or not. And that's okay. kind of the worry. Now, um, it is that's a dangerous thing to start thinking about because you know he does have a very good group of horses that are exiting Gulfstream this year right. who could go on to win, but he hasn't yeah. had much success outside of the state of Florida in the past, and that's yeah. kind of what I'm basing that on. I, I understand that. That's what I've, I, I I thought you meant with McPeak again. Uh, great horses, you know, they're beautiful. He just doesn't win mm -hmm. these kind of races. He just doesn't very often so i don't trust him yeah exactly I, i'm with you on that one now let's go to the other side with the jockey what jockey do you trust the most out of this race and i know the jockeys aren't listed up here but we know who's riding who especially with the top ones you know aaron you've known this as long as we've been in it i don't i don't mess with jockeys i don't worry about them yeah I like the jockey that's on the best horse. <laughs> that's how I always rate it. I I yeah. I know the more that that you're in this and the more involved you get in it, um, you judge jockeys a lot differently than than I do. Yeah. And uh, you know, you got to go with the guys that are hottest. Yeah. I do think that makes a difference. And I've always thought that trainers know who the best jockeys are or who fit them. So you got to go with whoever Baffert has on his 
on Timmy at the Acteen's uh, horses, you know? Right. Yeah. So, uh, I don't, I see, I, I'm, I'm assuming Mike Smith will be on Taba. Yes. And who's riding? Uh, and Johnny Velasquez will be on Messier. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, when you look at the jockeys, I mean, is there, is, unless you just have a favorite, you got the top guys. Yeah. The Ortiz guys, the uh, Mike Smith, who, who some people think is too old. I'll take him any day of the week. Yeah. I, he can ride my horse anytime he wants to. And uh, uh, Rosario, of course. Yeah. And then Pratt is very, very good, too. Did I leave somebody out? Uh, no, I think you got it. And yeah, I mean, they're the guys right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Curtis makes a good point. In, in the yes. Derby, pretty much every jockey is competent. And that's 100% right. That's yeah. why they're in that race, because yeah. they, they burned that right. shot. Uh, Bree says, Pratt, uh, I trust Irad is too reckless. Certainly, Flavian Pratt is the one I trust the most. Uh, I think he, you know, I was talking to my buddy Ryan, and, and we, we get on long, long discussions about horse racing. But, you know, he said something last night as we were talking about jockeys. He said, uh, Flavian Pratt is the future. And I stopped him and I said, Flavian Pratt is the now. He was the future a couple of years ago. Yeah. He is the man right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, he certainly is one you trust. But you're right. You're not going to, you know, Joel Rosario, you're not going to knock him. He's done a good job with Epicenter. Oh. and. He's won this race, obviously, before. Johnny Velasquez has obviously oh. got to be an answer. He's won it two years in a row uh, with the horses that weren't the favorite. And he's and, Fletcher's main guy, right? But yeah, he, he, he was. Now, he, he, he's not anymore. Uh, he moved to California okay. with Baffert's main guy. So, okay. And now Yaffert's main guy, if you want to yeah. go there. But, uh, yeah, those are the guys. Uh, before we move on to the next question, I think it's interesting to, to discuss Mike Smith because – it's been a while since he's had yeah. a real great mount. It's really since Justify. He hasn't had too many. Right. Um, he got fired last year off of Life is Good after Jackie's Warrior beat him up at Saratoga in the Jerkins. You know, it's kind of luck that he got this horse. He probably yes. wouldn't have got the horse if Flavian Pratt would have been in California to ride. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I, I don't necessarily worry about him, but it's interesting. <sighs> It's very interesting. I don't know if that's a positive or negative. I think with anything else, the older you get, the dumber they think you are. <laughs> that's kind of true. I, I really mean that. I think it's an age discrimination type thing yeah. with him. And uh, uh, I've always liked him a lot. I think he's a genuine person, you know, yeah. seems to me for a big shot like mm -hmm. him. And maybe he doesn't take it as serious as he used to. I don't yeah. know. He's got to be, what, 60? Is he getting that old? He's, He's up there. I don't know his exact age, but, yeah, he is pretty old. And I think a, a guy like Mike Smith, uh, he he has he just takes care of himself so well that I think he's going to be able to ride yeah. as long as he wants. Well, I mean, obviously not until he's 80 or anything like that, but I think that's yeah. kind of prolonging his career. Right. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting. Mike Smith did have honor AP. He and Paco are the reason AP didn't win the Derby. Yeah, it was kind of a weird ride on honor AP. So well, here's um, the thing. I mean, you got like a split second to make a decision. Yeah, it's it's not easy. <laughs> it's yeah. not easy, and you can make the wrong decision. And yeah. I, I, this is why I don't criticize them. Um. Yeah, Calvin. <laughs> He's old. is very old. Yeah, especially when you when you have a uh, other problems. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, I 
I just think we criticize jockeys too much because what a tough job it is. And I know it's their job. But my goodness, especially in the Kentucky Derby, you got 20 horses. Listen, you can get in trouble. I don't care who you are. It, yeah. it, it just can happen. They can just close in on you and and and, and you're just trapped yeah. and you can't get out of there. And it's just, it is tough uh, riding these horses in this kind of situation. Because if you get beat, yeah. whoever bet that horse is going to be pissed off at you. Yeah, trainer's going to be mad at you. The owners are going to be mad at you. It's going to be all their fault because it could not possibly be their fault. It just can't. <laughs> That's right. You know, you've got to blame somebody. And That's right. They get the blame most yeah. of the time. So. No, you're absolutely right about that. The, the jockey does always get the blame, whether it's the better, no, the owner, the trainer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. If you got fifty bucks on that horse and he doesn't win, that damn jockey. I don't know why he didn't get up there faster. Well, exactly. Uh, yeah, and I think, I think up there Curtis maybe showed his hand a little bit with this. I think we know who Curtis may have bet in that race last. Yeah, year. <laughs> that would have been two years ago. Yeah, so. absolutely. And that's that's just the way it is, and that's the way it is in any sport. You know, you, you get beaten a football yeah. game; it's the quarterback's fault. Well, you know, and, and Curtis, just to be clear, I've been there a hundred oh, times. Yes. I'm not not making fun of you at all. That's what we. That's just how it happens. No, it is. It is. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, I, I think as we get closer, this is going to be the talk over and over and over and over. What is the perfect post position for your current top pick is the next question. So your top pick is Taba as of now. I, I, at least it was on Monday. Uh, and my top pick is Epicenter. I'll start with you. Where do you want to see Taba draw in this Kentucky Derby? I'm not an expert on this at all. So I was going to hope you went first. Uh, I'll just go with what all the trainers always say. Give me anything between six and 12 and I'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you'd be okay with any horse. If you draw anything between maybe even five and you can stretch it out to 13 if you want to. It's yeah. I, I think that is the best answer, uh, especially for mine. I was going to say seven through 10. That's what you want for epicenter. You know, with your horse Taba. I think the more outside, the better because of the lack of experience, right? Like not that six would be a bad post. You're thinking get him out of way from any traffic at all. Yeah. I would just think, obviously I don't want him to get 20, but like 12 through 15 might be really well for 12 would be. Yeah. Any of those, because with his speed, yeah, he should be able to get ahead of those ones further outside of him. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. You don't – the one spot you don't want him is inside. You just – you know, he can get pinned up against that rail. That's now they've, they've changed the, the gate situation where it's all one gate. It isn't crammed up on the rail like it used to, but still, okay. you're inside of 18, 19 other horses. If you draw that one, two, chances are you're still going to have some trouble. So they've made it better, but it's still not perfect. So <laughs> – uh, it's certainly something to think about. You know, one, two, three would be really bad for Taba. Yes. Uh, I said again, outside, I think would be really good for him. Epicenter drawing in that middle should be fine. Uh, you know, some of the other key contenders are one of the other key contenders where I think post position could matter. I'll scroll down to him now. With the speed dropping out of the race, Messier is very interesting. Uh, you know, and when I say speed dropping out, Forbidden Kingdom is not showing up. Classic Causeway is not showing up. That's two horses with great early speed. Right. It uh, kind of opens the door for Messier, who sat, you know, right off of Forbidden Kingdom in that Santa Anita Derby. Yeah. 
if he draws an inside post, I think it actually might be good for him if it's not one, two, or three. But if he draws inside of Epicenter and inside of Taba, I think Johnny V, who's won the last two derbies, well, at least he's won one, crossed the wire first, and then disqualified in the other. But for betting purposes, he won the race because that's what the payouts were. Last two derbies, he's went gate to wire. If he draws inside of all the other speed here, I think he gets hustled to the front. I kind of want him a more inside post position yeah. uh, come uh, Monday or Tuesday of the week that when they draw it. What do, I mean, it makes on sense. that. Yeah. yeah, because he can – if he gets out of that gate and he's in that four spot, mm-hmm. he can get to the lead and, and set the pace. No doubt about it. Yeah. Another one that I see a lot of people talking about right now, and I highlighted it, it's Charge It. Uh, and Charge It, as you know, a horse that may have been – uh, the best horse in the Florida Derby. He just was mm-hmm. wild down the stretch. Mm-hmm. I think with a horse like this, you certainly want an outside post. Oh, definitely. You will yes. give up, you know, being wide for him yeah. to just kind of be on his own. Yeah. If this I, horse is inside. It. I don't think that's one that it's going to go real well for. As wild as he was, uh, yeah. and he gets, you know, he feels 16 horses on his outside of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and especially then what if he doesn't get a good start? Yeah, I can yeah. see that being a big problem. Big time problem. Remember when, uh, remember when D. Wayne hit Dublin? Mm-hmm. And he drew that, uh, I don't think it was the 20. I think it may have been the 20. He was uh, way out there. It yeah. was like 19, I thought. And what yeah. he did, he ran right. In, <laughs> he yeah. And he was nuts, too. That's what That's what uh, reminds me of uh, Charge It, you know. Yeah. You're not wrong. They both are just kind of, they're goofy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Dublin, it was the, now he got way wide in the Derby, but he also, the Preakness was the one where he ran straight to the outside rail. Yeah. Because if you watch all these races, Dublin would just veer out to the right, but there'd be another horse, you know, to his outside and they just kind of pop him right back. Well, when he drew the far outside post, there was nothing. He ran right to the, to like the, the pony that's standing there by the gate. He ran right to him. And so, yeah, it was it was crazy. So I think uh, if you ask any trainer, they'll tell you when the before the post, give me anything except one, two, three, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and I'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe you can put seventeen in there too. I don't know. Uh Hero says he he wants or she don't know which one. I think it's he wants Zandon on the outside. Um I Zandon's one I wouldn't hurt him. I, I don't think it's gonna be too detrimental one way or the other because he is going to probably drop maybe not to the back but to the mid pack at least uh you know so i get it though you get him out of trouble you don't you know you're going to sacrifice maybe he gets a little bit wider trip but at least he's not going to have a lot of horses in his way so i don't i don't hate that either so. no and he showed he can handle trouble yes yes and the bluegrass he, so he did it's a different kind of trouble with you got more of these horses but it, you know again i don't i don't mind an outside post for him but i don't think it's going to be you know, killer one way or the other mm-hmm. for him, but it'll be an easier path. There's no question. I have to agree yeah, with that. I so. like him a lot. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, I always like to do this one. Uh, I'll have a video full out on this uh, with the five horses that I think have no chance to win, but we'll do it today with okay. kind of not knowing the full field, but got a good idea. What horses are wasting their time showing up? And this is not just, I don't think they can win. I don't think they got any shot to even make an impact in the race. That's where we're okay, going so for, for this. These are ones that will not hit the board yeah. even. 
Yes. Let me go up. I'll tell you what. To make this one better, let me go up to our top 20 that we've got listed okay. right now. So, right. obviously, Epicenter, Taba, Zandon, Messier, these are not horses you would consider to be in that, right? They're not on my list. No. Okay. Why to Barrio? Is he on your list? He's not on mine. No. Okay. Simplification. He's a, he, he was, he was considered. I didn't list him, but he was considered. I think he's wasting his time to be completely honest. I, well, I, I've got him. <laughs> yeah. I almost put him down there. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I, I know that's going to make people angry, but I just don't think well, he's good enough. All right. Let me put it this way. He, ha he's not going to win. There's, I, I will be pretty shocked. I guess I, I don't guess think maybe I'm being too hard on him. Maybe he no, can get the board. No, he not. He won't. He probably doesn't deserve to be on this list that we're doing right now. So I'll, I'll take him off. I'm going to take him off. All right. Mo Donegal, I don't think he's on either one of our lists. No. Right? Okay. No. Uh, Smile Happy. No, I'm, I'm, I didn't put him on there. I don't either because I think he could hit the board. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not awful. Uh, Cyberknife. I have a lot of respect for Brad Cox. So I did not put him on there, but he's close. He's on mine. Okay. I, I just, I, these horses coming out of Oakland, I've just counted it. I know. He's, I understand it. He's on mine. Charge it. No. Yeah, me neither. Too much talent. Don't think yep. he can win. Kind of, if he draws inside, he would be on mine. But no, he's not on mine now. Okay. What about Zozos? Yes, he's on mine. I don't think he can last. Yeah. I don't think he's he can mine. last. I, I do think he. He's going to turn for home with a chance, but I don't think he can hang on and, and hit the board. So, yeah, I don't think he is. All right. This mm -hmm. is, listen, Barbara Road is popular with a lot of people. What, what no, are your thoughts on Barbara no, Road? No way. <laughs> I don't either. I don't think he has any shot. I really don't. No. Nope. Uh, um, I, like, I don't like horses that finish second and third all the time. Right. And he's yeah. finished second and third against fields that we've called weak. And now yeah. he's coming, obviously, in a much stronger race. So I just I don't like it. Um Early voting. Now, he may go to the Preakness. He may run here. Early voting. No, he's he's not on my list. So you think he's got a shot to maybe hang on, hit the board? Yes. Yeah. I just I don't think he's going to win. Yeah. But he he may hang in there. Yeah. Uh, Curse Manlow says Barber Road is looking at Lee. That it's kind of a decent comparison, actually. Yeah. Um, they are very similar. Very very similar. Neither one of them's worth a shit. <laughs> well, I mean, looking at Lee did run second in this race, though. He never did anything else, though. No, I know. <laughs> um, well, so there we go. Early voting. Can you, yeah, tell I've I, lost some, can you tell I've lost some money on looking at Lee over the years? <laughs> I was going to say, I think, Curtis, I think Papa Dudes blamed the jockey on looking at Lee. For no, no. Blame the horse. He sucks. <laughs> uh, tis the bomb. Absolutely no. For no, no, he's on mine. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that horse has any shot. Crown Pride, winner well, of the UAE Derby, Japanese horse. He's on mine. <laughs> I don't buy him either whatsoever. He, I don't think he'll make much of an impact. Slow down, Andy. He's on my list of. I think he's wasting his time. Definitely. I love. Unoho, I, I like him though. You like Slow Down, Andy? Well, I like that. I just thought it was he, he kind of cool. He liked it. Well, we were live for the Sunland Derby. I think yeah, he's kind of cool. But All no, right. he's not going to win. No. Uh, Un Ojo. He's going to finish 20th. I think, well, depending <laughs> on who else is in the race, I think he's way out of it. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of him at all. Morello. Uh, this will surprise you. Okay. He's on my list. 
He's on the list of having no shot to, to mm-hmm. make an impact. I don't think he has any chance. Uh, Bree g- agrees. Mello, uh, uh, Morello, two turns, no way. Uh, he has a huge excuse, but I'm with you. You can't come out of that race. And I don't really think they're going to run him uh, when it all they is may not. done. Uh, but, again, we're, we're doing the top 20 as of right now that are in. And so this will change. But, yeah, I agree. Morello, I don't think I would do it. Uh, okay, Tawny Port. Now, here's the deal on him. Uh, second in the Turfway or in the Jeff Ruby Six at Turfway, and this is the key he's running this weekend in the Lexington. That's right, he's okay. in the Kentucky Derby, but right. he's running in the Lexington this weekend. It's I may have him off my list, and he's tough. I, mean, I don't think so. What do you think about Tommy? Well, maybe Shannon? that maybe that means he may not run in the Kentucky Derby. You think I'm thinking that could be what it means. Yeah, uh, he's on my list because I never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big fan of Turfway Park, I guess. So. No. Yeah, he's on my list. He is horrific. Yeah. I don't like him at all. And then summer is tomorrow. I have him ranked number 20, the second in the UAE Derby. Yeah. No, I mean, I think he's completely wasting his time. And it's it's important to note, he's coming all the way from overseas. So they're <laughs> yeah. wasting some money on this one as well. Yes, what do you think are. about yeah. that? Yeah, he's on my list too. Okay, so out of yeah. uh, all of these here, we and we this is this is the first thing to me in the Derby, what you do. When you get the past performances, oh yeah, you got to trim the fat. There's 20 yes. horses, and you got to trim some of them off immediately. So we thought simplification was a maybe. You did not say that about Cyberknife, but I kind of did. Um, okay. Charge it. We said no. The talent was there, and then when we get to these, I mean, so, I got Zozos. Yeah, Zozos a no. Barbara Road a no. Mm-hmm. Early voting week, we didn't go there. Tis the bomb. Crown Pride. Slow down, yeah. Andy. Uno ho. Morello. Tony Port. Summer is tomorrow. Yeah, we just eliminated about 10 of them there. I That's the first thing you got to do. And then you eliminate those 10, then you handicap a field of 10. And you, you go from it from there. I mean, that's that's kind of the first thing I try to do. Uh, right or wrong, I don't know, but that's 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 how I kind of look at it. So, yep. uh, like I said, that's, that's that one. All right, now let's move on. We got two more to go here. Uh, let's see, I want to save this one. Okay. This one I've been talking to people about, and I thought, well, this would be a good subject for our show. It fits our show as well. Which horse, or maybe it's horses, are you most afraid of uh, that you aren't currently considering to win? Okay, so this would be somebody that I kind of, sort of am considering, but I don't think they'll win, and if they do, it's going to piss me off. Is that kind of what Yep, that's, that's a thousand. I wish I would have phrased the question just like that. Who's okay. going to piss you off? If, if he wins. Okay. The one, and, and I, this is going to, this is going to be a lot of people probably, or maybe some people are picking this horse, but so if I, if I bet any kind of a, an exotic and I don't put him on there and he wins, it's going to piss me off. Okay. And that would be number 10 charge it. Charge it. Yeah. It, it, you, you have, you have really liked this horse. You like a lot of, no, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but you, you really like this horse. I just think it's got, he's got the talent, yeah. you know, from what I've seen, but I, I, he's so erratic that I, I just can't consider him in a 20 horse field, but what if he gets the perfect trip? You know, he's got the talent, he's got the trainer, he could win it. And that would really upset me if, if I left him off, which I can't really put him on there. I don't think Yeah, that would bother me. Um, Another horse I really like, and he's probably going to be maybe the fourth or fifth favorite, maybe even higher, is Modonical. Okay. You know, 
I would, I, if I was betting some kind of an exotic, I'd have to, I'd have to really think hard to leave him off. I think, I think he's pretty good. I really do. I do too. I think yeah. he's a really nice horse. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's proven it for sure. A couple of other, uh, uh, a couple people chiming in. Uh, Michael Pellerin says, Hey, followed you back on Twitter. Don't be mad. Michael Pellerin says, Zozo's has significantly better speed figures than Cyberknife. Not his fault. He ran into Epicenter in his only loss. I agree. Um, he wouldn't make me upset if he won because I just, I just can't get behind him, but I, he's not bad. He's definitely mm-hmm. not bad. Uh, Hero agrees. says uh, Zozo's looks super good. Here's an interesting comment. Charge it lost to Volcanic and Volcanic is a horse that didn't do anything in his next couple starts for Mark Cassie. Yeah. Charge it lost that horse on debut. Um, so here's what I'll tell you. And I'm not, it's going to sound like I'm making an excuse for charge. This is the first race. First race. Yeah. Okay. It's going to sound like I'm making an excuse for Charge It, and I'm not. Okay. Because he's not on my list of horses I'm going to bet or horses I'm particularly worried about for this specific race. I want to be very clear about that. This race, I think he's good. When Charge It lost the Volcanic, Mark Cassie was winning like every race at Gulfstream Park for like a week and a half. And this was one of them he won. And they were like 10 links clear of the third horse. I, I don't know that a hundred percent exactly what they were, but they were way clear. I just kind of feel like Rob, for whatever reason, those Cassie runners were just running off the screen there at Gulfstream for a while. I just feel like if it wasn't in that little week, the two week, you know, uh, span, I don't think it would have went down like that. And I'm, I'm not accusing anybody of anything. It's just a fact. If you look back, Cassie's horses were just running so good at Gulfstream for about two weeks. And that was during that time period. And you're absolutely right. Volcanic and charge it. They get head to head in the stretch and volcanic out kicked them. That's a fact. Okay. So how long ago was this? uh, Let me look. I think that was was, he two. No, it was, it was this year. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to pull it up exactly for you. It was January 8th. Okay. And this is, before you go on, let me pull up the chart here. They were 12 and three-quarter lengths clear of the third-place horse. Okay. First horse, first race the horse ever ran. Mm-hmm. Means nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. He's erratic anyway. Yeah. I think what he might have been in that. I didn't see the race. I don't know that much about But a lot of times, they get a hell of a lot better after mm-hmm. they've run one. You know, you, you they're trained different. You just don't know what was involved. I don't, I don't give that any credence at all. I agree with that point you made. And it's also important to point out it was Volcanic's first race, or excuse me, I'm sorry, charge its first race. And it was Volcanic's fourth race. Yeah. So while Volcanic before then really hadn't done much running, they did, they ran Volcanic in the hopeful, the grade one hopeful at Saratoga. And so that they thought a lot of him, I guess, and he really hasn't panned out, but could have just, like I said, charge it's a little green. Yeah. Kind of get in a neck and neck battle and charge it. I mean, I don't want to sit here and, you know, dog the horse, say he's stupid, but maybe he didn't know what to do. No. That's very and Some possible. horses don't, and you yeah. just never do get them, get them right, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, they're crazy. Some of these horses are nuts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all breeds of horses, some of them are crazy. It's not just thoroughbreds, you know, some of them are mean and some of them. Mm-hmm. don't take to training some of them i actually don't want to do it and so i mean sometimes i think we give these horses we 
we look at these horses like they're humans. They're not. They're freaking animals. You don't right. know what to do from one day, you know? Yeah. They're, no, they're I, yeah, they are. And again, it's not, I'm not, you know, disputing like your thought. If you think that. No, way, I'm not either. I'm not either. It, it did happen, but I think there are reasons for it yeah. is what I'm saying. I don't think. I don't think we can take it as face value as well. Now volcanic is better than charging or, or even though we're, he's not really saying that's like, well, he can't be any good. He lost to volcanic, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it just was one of those situations that happened that day. So uh, I don't, I don't take that as too big of a strike against him, but I get it. Um, hey, dude, oh, I'm not knocking you either, Rob, not, not one bit. No. Uh, but unless you're undefeated uh, and you're ever lost, there's ever, any horse can say, well, he lost to that horse. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. Well, American Pharaoh is one that lost on debut, you know? So, I mean, it, it does happen. It, it turned out, he turned out all right. He was decent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, all right. So the way I'm kind of looking at this right now, I've got three horses that I'm debating on. Um, that are your scariest. Do what? That are going to make you the maddest. No, no, no. I have three horses I'm debating on that, that could, that I'm thinking could win. And it's but epicenter. It's, uh, you're not gonna pick. Oh, what now? What are we going now? Okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay. I've got three horses that I'm considering right now to win: epicenter, Tava, uh, and Messier. Okay. And I've got one horse who I have in third, who I'm going to key hard in the second and third positions. May even put him as a single in the second and third positions. That is okay. Zandon. Okay. Therefore, if mm -hmm. Zandon wins, I will want to jump off Churchill. Okay. Because I have liked this horse for a while. And I am worried that he's not quite as good as the three horses that I mentioned that I think I'm going to put on top. But I, I'm just, Flavian Pratt has won on a horse similar to this with Country House. Um, and even if you don't want to acknowledge his qualification, Flavian Pratt moved Country House up several positions based on what his odds were and where he ran. So, uh, you know, I think he's a great jockey. I think he rode him great in the bluegrass. I'm worried about Zandon. And Zandon will really, really make me very angry if he wins this race. Yep. So much so that I am almost hoping that one of my top choices that I'm going to put top three that I'm going to put on top, almost hoping they don't draw very well, one of them, so I can put Zandon on there instead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think Zandon's a big key underneath. I, I I just I think he can rely on him. I think he can rely on the trainer. I, I love the jockey. I just think he's a huge key underneath in this thing. Yeah. I tell you the one that that are the, the, the like you you said you got the four horses there and two of them are uh uh Baffords. Um don't you are you a little worried about putting both of those in a trifecta like thing, because sometimes they don't both get in the top three horses of the both of the same trainer. I yeah. see a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when that it's a guy who's a would worry me a little bit, especially when it's a guy who's never won the Kentucky Derby, Tim Yakteen. What are we all thinking? Right. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. No. Uh, Messier. Here's the deal with Messier. I'm way down on him, but, and this is the caveat. If we get to post time, or not post time, if we get to post draw and we get right. the past performances, and it looks like Messier is going to get that clear lead, then he yeah. becomes a player. Exactly. In my we eyes. can't. So, we can't really pick. Can't really pick it yet. No, no. But yeah, I'm down on him. I I think 
as as impressive a table was, I think the thing that nobody's talking about, and, and I'm going to bring it up on Blinkers Off, I'm bringing it up now, it's kind of an indictment of Messier to get beat by that horse. If you're Messier, you can't lose that race. I agree with you. And that's to give up the lead in the stretch to a horse running his first race going long, his second ever career start, and you're a horse that's supposed to be, you know, supposed to be the number one contender. You cannot lose that race. And it's not like you turned for home and you had, uh, you were behind. You, you, he was well ahead, well ahead in relative term, two, three length lead. You, right. you have to win that race. Uh, so I that does bring up the question with Messier. Do you think he has the stamina? Talking about Messier. Mm-hmm. His pedigree says yes. But the way he finished, I think it does get a little bit questionable. Um, that to me, you just get him on the lead and, and see if he can last it out. But yeah, yeah I, he gave up that lead pretty, I'm not say easy, but once he gave it up easy, once he got headed, it took table a while to get to him, but once he did, <laughs> it was over. <laughs> he, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to turn the tables on you okay. just a little bit for the sake of argument. Okay. Maybe Taba is that good. Yeah. That's the other argument. And I'm not saying he is. He's gonna he's gonna have a chance to prove it. But. We get crazy comments on our YouTube video, not from you guys in the live chat, but uh for the videos we do that aren't live. But one comment I saw that was really, really good. I was reading through it today. And basically the guy said, Look, how you rate Messier is gonna determine what you think of Taba because that's the only horse he's beaten that we know. Well. So if you think Messier is good, then you're going to think Taba's good. And if yeah. you think Messier is overrated, well, then Taba all of a sudden becomes. That's right. Absolutely. Not that he's not good. And it's just like, well, how good yeah. of a win was that? Really? Right. Yeah. And that's what makes this so fun to do. That You hit it right on the head. That There's is what so makes so many angles to play. Yep. And everybody's got theirs. And that's yep. what makes this fascinating. And the bottom line with Messier is he has beaten nobody. So, yes, he's done it really easily, the horses he's finished ahead of, but he's beaten nobody, so it's hard. You're trusting numbers and your eyes over proven form, which is why I still have epicenter number one. Look at the horses he's defeated. Yeah. He has finished ahead of a lot of horses that are on this list. Smile Happy, Zandon, mm-hmm. Zozos. Uh, I think Pioneer Medina will eventually be on this list. He's beaten him. So, I think that's a feather in his cap for sure. Yep. At this point. All right. Final. And then, and then somebody's going to come back on that, Aaron, and go, yeah, but I can't pick Epicenter because Asmussen can't win the Kentucky Derby. Absolutely. And that's, that's something what, I've seen. That's that, what it is. <laughs> I've seen. And that's the thing. Everybody's got a reason why they're not picking whoever that they haven't got picked on top. And that's Epicenter right. is horses from fairgrounds always suck. And Asmussen can't win the Derby. That's right. And there you and, go. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did a video on why horses from fairgrounds are actually doing quite well in the Kentucky Derby since they've changed the distances of those races. And uh, I, when I really did a deep dive, it seems to me the shippers that are coming to the Midwest, and I guess the South would be uh, Louisiana, Midwest, o- Oakland, fairgrounds are getting those better shippers since they've changed these distances in uh. races. Oakland really isn't. So that was a really key thing that I kind of, yeah. when I researched that, kind of uncovered. So. It is. That's very interesting. Yep. Yep. I know. I'm just really, really good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> we'll go to the last one. We did this one for fun. 
Yes. Uh, we wanted to end on a light uh, note. We, if you joined us last week, we we're talking about dumb horse racing names. Uh, who, which horse has the best name and which horse has the worst names? All right. Start with the best Let's name. Let's go down the list. Okay. Let's just go down to 20. That's fine. Okay? Yep. Yep. I love the first one. Epicenter is a good name. Yes. Solid. Yeah. Solid. It rolls off your tongue. Yep. It's got meaning. Yep. You're at the epicenter of something. By the way, my friend, my friend Ryan Stillman will will name the names to his wife that do not that does not follow racing, and she's always says, "Hey, this name, this name, this name," and one of them usually wins the race. That's not <laughs> a lie. So she goes, "That here, her theory is a horse that has a dumb name is not going to win." That's me. So, yeah. All right. Next, Taba. So so. I, I rated that in the so so category. I think Taba is a bad name because. Everybody, I've had comments say, "No, it's Taiba." Yeah, but it's yeah. like, but Frank says Taiba. It's 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 short though, and yeah. it's kind of. I think you can remember it, but you're right. We don't know how to pronounce it. It's screwed up. It's yeah. just so so. I don't think it's awful. No, I I don't think it's awful, but it's not great. Zandon. Uh, I got him. I got that one in the same category. Yeah. Because I hear somebody say, I see, I hear some of them say Zandon, mm -hmm. and some of them say Zandon. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's a good name. No, no, but I don't think it's awful. No, no. All right. Messier. It's awful. That's a hockey name. I like it. No. All right. Fine. White no, Abario. Uh, kind of racist. <laughs> Why would that be racist? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I, I don't, I don't know what He's a barrio. white. <laughs> I, know. I don't know what a barrio means. What, what? I, uh, Magic <laughs> says it means lightning. That's not true. <laughs> Magic just yeah. likes to call him white. I lightning. think it's a pretty good name. I, 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 it's okay. I like it. Yeah. Simplification. Yeah. Stupid. Too long. Yeah. yeah too no. long. Too hard to pronounce. Yeah. No. Don't like it. Mo Donegal. I like it. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. It's all right. Okay. Smile happy. Stupid. You don't like it? No. Named after Sire, run happy. Okay. I don't like that either. Okay. You run fast. You don't run happy. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, cyber knife. Cyber knife. Yeah. For a horse? I don't. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it very well mm -hmm. either. No. Uh, I like to say it, but I don't like it as for yeah. a horse. Charge it. I think that's a good one. I like charging. You? Yep. It's I got it. So so. So so. Okay. Yeah. This is the dumbest one for me. Zozos yes. hate this name. Yep. It's the worst. It's on the bad list. It's bad. the worst. It's yep. the there's not. I mean, really? that's one for sure. When you go the 2022 Kentucky Derby winner is Zozos. Yeah. You yeah, think, nah bad. shit, I can't pick that yeah. horse. I don't like I'm it. I'm not gonna do it. Yep. All no. right. Uh Barber Road. I don't like it either. I, I don't hate it. I've got it. Bad. I've got it on the on the so-so. Okay. Early voting. Stupid. Yeah, I don't like Too that. political. Yep, I agree. Tis yep. the bomb. I kind of like that one. I do too. I think that's good for a horse, man. It is good. Tis the bomb. Yeah, I, like I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Crown pride. From Japan. So, no. Bad. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's feelings yeah. of the Japanese. All right. Slow down, Andy. Pretty dumb. I hate it. Yeah. Un Oho. This is kind of cool. I hate it. <laughs> I, I know before you come, I know it translates to one eye, but I yeah. don't care. Okay. I can't stand it. All right. All right. Morello. 
Um, kind of rolls off your tongue, don't it you does. think? Yeah, mellow. I like it. Mellow. I do too. I like it. I like it. Tawny port. Have no idea what that means. Yeah, it's got to be something. Um, but I hate it for a horse name. I would say Tawny might be a stripper somewhere. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. No. <laughs> Don't think so. Well, it could be. Uh, well, it's it's possible, but I don't think so. Wait a minute. Uh, it could have been a, a sailor came into port, went to the strip club. Her name was Tawny. Yeah. And he knew a person had a horse. There you go. I mean, it's no. Different. I don't know what that means. I think it's pretty dumb. It's a wild tale. If that was, <laughs> that's what yeah. it means, but it could be. And then summer is tomorrow. Stupid. Yeah, I don't like that. Either. Too long. So I my number one pick I think is Epicenter. I actually like Epicenter and I, I would say Epicenter and White Barrio. I, I like that name. Yeah, uh I would like to know what a barrio means. Um, lightning. Means like light, lightning. Light, you lightning. said magic, you said that one right. Yeah, he made it up. Yeah. Okay. Um in the worst, are we both on Zozos as the worst? That's awful. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. I don't know why you name a good horse that. You know, though, I was thinking. Tawny means orange brown and port is a fortified wine. Thank you. Special golden kitten chimes in with that. Yeah. So orange brown fortified mm. wine. Okay. I think I hate it more now that I, I know. Do it too. I wish it was named after a stripper from a sailor who ported something. Yeah, that would have been a heck of a lot of a better, uh, better story. You know, we were thinking of dumb names when you really think about it. Our all time favorite horse had a dumb name, Curlin. Yeah, I don't, yeah, he was. I think that, horse, <laughs> that horse was named. I researched it. It actually the, the the horse had a lot of meaning, or the name had a lot of meaning. But okay, okay. It, obviously, it didn't hit me too much because I read all about it and I've forgotten. Yeah, um, there was a reason behind it, but yeah, Is the there name. Ever been a better one though than Zinata? No, no. That's the best. That's the best name. I think Zinata was a great name. Uh, I think American Pharaoh was a very good it was a good name. name. Yes, um, yeah. Just a five is kind of just you know, kind of boring, really. Eh, yeah, it wasn't bad, but could be better. Definitely I guess be I guess you would have to have Smarty Jones is one of the best too. Smarty Jones is a great because it's just catching. Yeah, you know. Fleet Alex was a really good name too. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Garho, yeah. <laughs> Garho is the best of all time. No, that's pretty about. good. Yeah, that's Garho. pretty good. Garho, yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Well, I'm sure the last question probably helped everybody um, more than the first four because, boy, we really got deep into analyzing. Did. These horses, so. And you can eliminate some of these horses now. Yeah. Because of their names. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, but. In all seriousness, we, we, the first four questions certainly trying to break this down from every angle possible, and that's what we'll continue to do uh, for RacingNews.com, obviously, uh, on the website, on the YouTube page, anywhere we are. We're going to have videos, comments, you know, all kinds of different angles, the way to look at this, as well as all the other races. You know, we've got uh, previews up right now for all the other stakes races happening um, this weekend. Uh, I think we got one to go. I think the Lexington still needs to be posted. So, uh, a lot going on, a lot going on. Mess in a dress at Toga 2018. That's, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Mess in a dress. I like that one. <laughs> Love it. Um, all right. Let's do it. What do you say? We do a little NBA to, to close right. the show. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. That's all the horse talk for the day. All right. NBA playoffs. They are going to be starting up this weekend. We still have one play in game left. We'll talk about that. Uh, so we got the matchups. So we'll start with the East. Uh, we won't get in 
like in depth to this, but just kind of give a pick for these first round uh, series. Uh, is that a word? Okay. Series? Yeah, uh, work. Okay. The Heat will take on either Cleveland or Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think they'll take on, and does it really matter? Uh, I will uh, give my picks. My final picks will be on the website tomorrow mm-hmm. on this game. Uh, this is going to kind of seem odd, but I think if Cleveland somehow wins, I don't think Miami has any problem with them at all. Okay. If Atlanta wins, Atlanta's got enough scoring and enough stars. I think they can stay with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can beat them. But I'm not sure Atlanta's going to go into Cleveland and beat them. Uh, I think they will. Mm-hmm. I think they're better. And Cleveland's playing awful. But uh, they played Brooklyn pretty close the other night. And I think that gives them a chance. You know, anytime you got to go on the road and win a winner takes all, that's kind of tough. So I think if Atlanta can get in there, they'll give Miami somewhat of a series. I don't think they can beat them. But uh, they took care of uh, Charlotte last night. Atlanta yeah. did very easily. So if if it's Miami-Cleveland, I don't think it's a series. If it's Miami-Atlanta, I think it might go five, maybe six. Maybe. I, I agree. I'm picking Atlanta to beat Cleveland uh, tomorrow night. Um, I still think Miami's just better. Uh, but, you know, I think Atlanta does provide them a little bit more trouble. But I'm going to go Miami, obviously, in the first round. Now, here's where the upset certainly could loom. It could be a few in the East, mm-hmm. actually. But Boston and Brooklyn. So Brooklyn won the first play-in game, which means they got the seven seed. Mm-hmm. Got to play Boston. Um, what do you think about this series? Well, I would hate to play them if I was Boston because you're going to have to take down Durant and Kyrie Irving. And those guys are going to be motivated. Well, Durant always is, but you never know about the other guy. They're going to be ready to play. Now, the problem is Brooklyn can't guard anybody. They're defensively, they're weak. Boston shoots the lights out of it. The Celtics aren't great on defense either. I think this will be a good one. I, I think Boston's a little bit better than Brooklyn, uh, but this has upset written all over it. Uh, there's going to be a breakout star come out of this. Have you ever heard of Jason Tatum? Yes. He's going to become a household name the further Boston goes in the playoffs because he's a superstar. that a lot of people that don't follow the NBA real close know mm-hmm. about. So uh, I'm looking forward to this one. Yes, I, I am too. I think it's going to be a good one. I'm going to pick Brooklyn. I think they're going to beat them. It kind of reminds me of when North Carolina played Baylor. It's like, yeah, yeah. I think I think Brooklyn will win. Uh, another one that's interesting, Milwaukee mm-hmm. will take on the Bulls. At one time, the Bulls were up there towards the top. Um, and now they're in the sixth seed here. They'll take mm-hmm. on the Bucks, defending champions. Who we got here? I don't like Chicago at all. Uh, they really floundered uh, down the stretch. Don't like a team that's not playing good going into the playoffs. You know, Milwaukee is not very reliable either. They're up and down. And mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes they, they're not ready. They're not motivated. I think they, I think they handle the Bulls uh, fairly easily. I think they will too. I, I think that's one of the easier ones uh, mm-hmm. of the East in the first round. And then finally, the 4-5 matchup, Philadelphia and Toronto. I think this is a complete toss-up. What about oh, you? You bet. Yeah. Uh, Toronto played great down the stretch mm-hmm. and uh, they played their way into the fifth spot. They are tough. 
and you know it's hard to win in Toronto. Uh, Philly is another one of those up and down, up and down. Super one week or one game, not very good the next. Mm-hmm. I don't like teams like that that are not consistent. So I think this could be an upset. Toronto will have to steal a game in Philly, and I think they're good enough to do it. So I'm I'm kind of thinking this one might go seven. We'll see. I I think Toronto wins. I'm going with Toronto. A shot at it for sure. So I'm going with two upsets: Toronto and Brooklyn in the first round of the East. So you know, a lot of people uh, are saying that the key to Philly will be how James Harden plays. Yeah, and we'll see. They've got a superstar in in Embiid. He's he's a oh yeah he's a beast. Mm-hmm. But he's going to need some help, and Harden's going to have to play well. And we for know sure. what, we know what his history is. So, yep, for sure. We'll we'll have to see. He's going to have to be on his game, or they're going to get yep. beat. And I yep. that's why I think they're going to. All right, we will go now to the West. Uh, the West has Phoenix on top as the one seed. No surprise there. Runner up last year got beat by Milwaukee. Uh, they will take on either the Clippers or the Hornets. I don't think either team challenges them. Uh, what do you think? Well, uh, I was a little surprised that the uh, Clippers got beat. I thought they would beat Minnesota because they've been playing so well. Minnesota's up and down. I know you picked uh, the Timberwolves, and, and that was a good one. Don't underestimate New Orleans. Uh, okay. It's going to be a tough chore to go out to L.A. and win. Uh this is a team, as I've said several times, they won one out of their first 14 games. They were one in 13. They were three and 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they could have tanked it real easy, but they climbed back in it and got into the playoffs. Yeah, their record sucks. But remember, they started out terrible, just terrible. They played all year without their star, uh, Zion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they're tough. The Clippers better be ready. We all know the history of the Clippers. They're another one of those inept bunches, kind of like the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> yeah. They get out of their own way. They were playing fantastic going into Minnesota and got beat. So I wouldn't bet a whole lot on the Clippers to beat New Orleans. I think they will. But I don't think Phoenix uh, – Phoenix is not going to let either one of these teams beat them. Yeah, I agree. I think Phoenix gets it done. I I do think they'll be playing the Clippers. I think they'll beat them. I think so. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I think Phoenix is is going to be able to get the job done here. Yeah. Uh, the other game, and like I said, the Timberwolves won the play-in game, so they get the seven seed. They'll take on Memphis. I know a team that you loved all year has been Memphis. Do you uh, you have them easily winning in this first round matchup? Minnesota's another team. Uh, if you look at their stats there, they average 116 points a game, which is the best mm-hmm. in the West. They can score, but they also give up 113.3 a game, which is the worst <laughs> in the West. That's yeah. even worse than, well, I don't know about the teams below the top 10 here, but right. of the 10 playoff teams, it's even worse than the number 10 team, which is San Antonio. Uh, I will be shocked if Memphis loses the first round. I would be too. Uh, they, they're they pretty solid, and I think they dominate Minnesota. I'll be shocked. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I think Memphis and Phoenix get by pretty easily into the second round. This one's interesting, and Isaac, our resident warrior expert, uh, says, hey, Steve, uh, Stephen Curry's going to be back. Uh, so Golden State, Denver. I, Denver's not bad. Golden State no. – 
kind of has struggled once he got hurt and a couple other injuries. What do you think, Golden State, Denver? I don't like Denver much either. Okay. Uh, every time I pick them, they get beat. So I can't figure them out. I'm looking at their home record. They're only 23 and 18 in yeah. Denver. That doesn't bode well for the playoffs. Uh, Isaac, uh, Steve, uh, Stephan is going to play. Yeah. So he practiced yesterday. So you can rest easy. He wouldn't have practiced if he wasn't going to play. Yeah. I think Golden State is a dangerous, dangerous team when they're healthy. I don't, I, Denver may steal one somewhere, but I think Golden State wins this one pretty easy. I'll take Golden State as well. So no upset so far for either one of us in the West. We like the yeah. top three seeds. Will there be a mild upset here? The Dallas Mavericks, the Utah Jazz, that's the four or five matchup. I have two pretty evenly matched teams, obviously, like most, mm -hmm. most of the times it, it is when it's four or five. Uh, who do you like here? I wish I could trust Dallas more than I can. It seems like they're just one of those teams that is pretty – I mean, talent-wise, they are really good. I yeah. think they're better than Utah. I, I just have a trust problem with uh, with Dallas. Um, both of them are really good at home. Uh, Dallas is going to have the home home court advantage. Uh, I'm going to take the Mavericks. I like them a lot. And Utah slumped down the stretch, but they kind of righted it there in the last week or so and got to play a little better. They got some players – they don't play well in the playoffs either. So I'm going to go with Dallas. I, I did the same thing. I, I don't particularly like Utah that much, uh, but I don't like Dallas that much either. I think the home advantage matters. I think Dallas with the star player there, maybe mm -hmm. one more star player than Utah uh, in crunch time. I think that's going to matter. So I'm with you. I have no upsets in the first round of the West. I think no. it's going to be pretty formful. Now, when you get into that second round, it's going to get interesting for yeah. sure. But uh, yeah. Uh, right now, my pick is Phoenix, uh, and I know that's not really going on a limb. I, 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 I've liked Phoenix all year. I think they've been the most consistent. So, um, You're we'll picking them to win, win it all? Yes. Yeah. Who do you have winning it all as of right now? I got I, I like Miami a lot because mm -hmm. they have been injured, and they've fought through all kinds of injuries. They are tough as nails. I like them. I don't know whether they've got enough firepower to get through it all. I like them coming out of the East yeah. uh, the best because uh, the other teams are, I don't know, Toronto's pretty tough, but the rest of them, not so much. And then Phoenix, Golden State, and Memphis, man, it's hard for me to choose one of those. Uh, right now, I I would I would probably take Golden State. I, I really would if, would if, they're, if they're healthy. I think, I think what we have set up here for the West and there, the, the semifinals are going to be insane, and the finals are going to be insane. Yep, yep. For the West, because you know what could happen, they could play themselves out. Yeah, into the finals. You yeah. know. Yeah. And when you think of a a fully healthy Golden State taking on Memphis in the second round, that's going to be a great series. Yep. And I think Phoenix Dallas could be good. And then when you yeah. think if it's Phoenix Memphis Phoenix Golden State, well, wow. We'll say both of those series go seven games. Yeah. And they're knocked down drag outs. Mm -hmm. And not to say Miami, Miami's going to, they'll, they'll, they'll be in long series too, probably. But probably. Still. Yeah. I, I think the playoffs this year are really going to be good. I really I do. do. Yeah. 
yeah, it's going to be going to be really good. And I think the hockey, it always is. But oh, the hockey's in the, the East. Well, even the West, the hockey is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. And trying to figure out a winner in that other than Colorado. Yeah. You know, the East is so balanced. Yeah. No, there's going to be some upsets in that East that we're not thinking about really, I think. Yeah. So anybody could beat anybody in that. Oh, one, so. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah still, got, still got two weeks, I think. The uh, regular season is two weeks from today. Yeah, so we'll, uh, I'm sure. Tomorrow. Two weeks from tomorrow. On uh, the next, well, two weeks from now, we'll break down the hockey uh, like that. So, yeah, they got a lot. We got a lot to still unpack the hockey with the, with the seedings yeah. and everything like that. So Yeah, now the, the East is set as far as playoff. Yes. But what yeah. teams are in, but there's we don't know who's going to. I think Florida is probably going to be one. It's it's set, but positioning wise, it's not after Florida. It's not at all. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, the West changes every day, with the exception of Colorado. Colorado's yeah. a lock for the one, but boy, there is a race for the six, seven, eight between several teams. So absolutely, yeah, and it changes every day. Yeah, the Blues are in pretty good shape uh, right now. You know, our Blues are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going tomorrow night. That's a huge game. Going to be. Mm-hmm. They need to win tonight in Buffalo mm-hmm. as them in Minnesota are tied for second in the uh, central and they can't catch Colorado. But uh, um, if the, the Minnesota's played one less game than yeah. the Blues, so keep that in mind. The Blues win tonight and win beat and they play Minnesota tomorrow night. If they beat them, they're in good shape. Yeah. So the, the Blues play Buffalo tonight and minnesota plays dallas tonight right in dallas in dallas yeah and dallas needs that game desperately so yes i picked dallas i don't i don't know whether you did or not but i did tonight yeah i did pick dallas to win that game as well so that's it's a big game tonight like i said the blues the blues are in buffalo and it's a game for the blues that one worries me does it worry you any any of them do, especially on the road against a lesser team. That's kind of a well, disaster for the Blues a lot of times. Yeah, and and Buffalo's been playing pretty well. Yeah, they've they've taken some teams. They've lost a couple of games in overtime to really yeah. good teams. So yeah. they're playing better. And you're right. We don't know how the Blues. Now let me ask you this: It's back to back tonight and tomorrow night for the Blues. No, they play Saturday. They play Saturday. It's not back to back. Oh, I thought it was. I thought the game was tomorrow night. No, no, it's Saturday night. Oh, okay. All right. Well, the question I was going to ask was, do you play Bennington tonight? But that doesn't matter. I I bet they play Bennington tonight. You think they will? Yeah, because they have back-to-back games on Saturday and Sunday. So I bet they play. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be my guess. That's where the back-to-back was. Okay. I got it. Saturday, Sunday. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be fun, though, for sure, to see, you know, how it unfolds. There's a lot of good hockey still to be played. Oh, man. Yeah. It's yeah. been a heck of a year. Yes, it has. Yes, did, it did, has. One, one more thing. I I didn't realize, you know, I, I pick games every night and I look at scores, but I don't really look at statistics much. Toronto's got a guy that's 58 goals. Yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. When is the last time someone scored 58 goals in a season? We still got several games to go. 
that's the thing. Yeah, you, in the modern NHL, you just don't see a lot no. of, of goals scored in a season. Like, well, like fifty-eight. That's incredible. Yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, it just yeah, Austin Matthews, who you talking about, just lighting yeah. up uh, fifty-eight goals, forty-one assists. Yeah. Just a, a beast of a player uh, for Toronto. And yeah, just kind of putting Toronto on his back at times. Uh, just a, a great, great player for them. Yeah. I was noticing that and because I, I saw Ovechkin for the Capitals has 46, which uh-huh. is a huge number. Yep. And then I, I saw, oh, my God, that guy's got 58. And yeah, it's incredible, really incredible yeah. how many goals he scored. That's it. It's unreal. But, yeah, hockey, 58. Hockey, he, uh, hockey has really changed in the last 10, 15 years because, you know, uh, Brett Hall was in the 70s and 80s a lot on goals. Mm-hmm. And Gretzky had over a hundred two or three times, mm-hmm. which is freaking unheard of. That'll those records will never be broken. I don't yeah. think. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. No. Um, all right. Anything else before we get off of here? Or are we good to go? Good. All right, guys. Thanks everybody for joining us today. Uh, it's it's been a fun one, no doubt. And uh we'll continue to kind of keep going on the derby trail, kind of get into more sports uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks as the playoffs going for both the big leagues. Uh, yeah, so it's good. Thursday is a big day. As you know, if you're a fan of the live shows, Magic Mike coming up in about two and a half, two hours and 45 minutes. And the Bleakers Off will follow that tonight. Oh, probably about 7.30 or 8 Eastern time. I would, I would be my guest for Bleakers Off. We'll have a lot of talk about the action coming up this weekend. Uh, Keeneland with, a, with another great weekend of racing in Oakland as well. So a lot going on in the horse racing world um, and a lot going on with sports too. Right. Um, I'm going to yeah. ask you one question. Sure, go ahead. Mackey's Warrior, are you on him for Saturday, or is the layoff bothering you? Um, I don't think they bring Jackie's Warrior back if he's not ready to roll. I, okay. I think Jackie's Warrior. I'm on him. I'm okay. On him. What about you? I hope so. Because we're so. debating on going, uh, Sandy and I. I think we'll probably end up there. So, I yeah, I'd like to. See, I'd like to see see him again. I think. I think that's definitely. I think he's going to win. Yeah. And you know, the, you might be able to bet on him because Bob's edge is in, in that too, and he's going to take some money. So we might not have a one to five. I'm like, very interested to see the betting because Bob Edge has looked very good at yes. Oakland, and Jackie's yes. Warrior did not look good last time he ran. Right. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the odds are for sure. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Uh, if you're going to Oakland this weekend, check, see out Papa Dude. He'll be there, and if be there. not, well. That's okay, too. All right, guys. We will see you uh, for this show on Monday. We'll be back. We'll talk about all the action that happened over the weekend and, uh, you know, sports, horses, whatever we catches our eyes. So uh, I want to thank everybody for watching once again. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. All the YouTube content. Just uh, we keep growing, and that's good. That's what we want. So uh, everybody have a great weekend, and we'll see you right back here on Monday. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels, never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first. 